Welcome to Living a Sex Positive Life, where we can guarantee the topic will be about sex. We'll talk about the good and the bad, the health and healing benefits, the adventures, the relationships, as well as the crimes and the tragedies. Our mission is to educate, entertain, and just talk about that touchy subject that affects us all, sex. Now here's your host, Angelique Luna. Good evening, everyone. Welcome. I'm here with my co-host and hubby, John C. Luna. Hello, everyone. And tonight we have Miss Stephanie Berman, who is the owner, president, and creator of the Semenet and Pop. Uh, she has been in the women's reproductive health industry since 2003 and we'll be talking about how the semenet and pop has been changing people's lives from helping you know uh couples to conceive to pegging welcome to the show Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to uh, get to chat with you. Yes, definitely. We were super excited about your product here because it's like, it, it's not often that you hear about a self, well, a, an ejaculating dildo that helps to conceive and plus other creative uses that people have used over the years. Tell us about your journey. Oh gosh, uh, the journey is, um, I mean, it's been, it's been exciting and fun and so many different things, but, um, it really all started in, in my bedroom with my wife and, um, you know, a lot of people say that the best inventions, uh, come out of, uh, you know, from necessity and needing something and, and not being able to find it. And that was really how this all started. Um, I have worked uh, so I have a, a family business that I work in um, that focuses on women's reproductive health. That's my background. I've been doing that for now. It's almost 15 years. Um, so it was, and that's really uh, helping couples get pregnant in the more traditional medical ways. So uh, assisted reproductive technologies like artificial insemination, uh, IVF, things like that. So basically, we had the devices that we give to doctors to do those procedures. So I had all this, you know, background knowledge of, of making babies, and that's really been my, my work my entire career. And so when my wife and I got married and started thinking about having a family, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, no problem. I got this, you know, and, and not really thinking about all the complexities that come along with being a same-sex couple. And, you know, in terms of our personal journey for us, going to a doctor's office, you know, it's certainly an option, and a lot of people do go that route, but for us, it was extremely expensive, and I was the non-caring partner, and so for me, I really wanted to have more involvement in in the process, not just, you know, standing in the, in the doctor, you know, in the, in the room while the doctor is doing, you know, some sort of procedure on my wife to get her pregnant. For me, that didn't really feel, um, you know, it didn't give me the feeling that I was looking for in our trying to conceive journey. And so we opted to try home insemination, which at that point for same-sex couples was turkey basters and needless syringes. So oh, wow. surely you can imagine trying to use a turkey baster. <laughs> you, you can imagine it's not the most pleasant and wonderful thing in the world. So, no kidding. And this, it, I'm sorry to interrupt, but wasn't this like no. early 2000s that we're talking about? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's, uh, you know, there's 
it, I mean, truthfully, there's things like cervical cups and stuff like that, but nothing that r- really gave pleasure and f- sort of this intimate, fun experience. And, you know, yeah, people will argue, can you make anything fun and intimate? Yeah, I mean, my wife and I had many laughs using turkey basters and syringes, and we made the best out of the situation. But, again, it both kind of, it, it left us both kind of really just feeling like there has to be something better than this. And that's really how it all started. I, I, I went to the internet like you know most people do nowadays when they're searching for something and started doing some research and you know I'm I always say I was not the first one to think of the idea of an ejaculating dildo surely there's others on the market that exist the difference with those and what I ended up coming up with is there's these nuances about about pop and at the time I launched with the semenette that just really separate the quality and the technology from other things that existed. And I really utilized that sort of, I call it medical background. I'm I'm certainly not a doctor, but I had a lot of experience in in what was needed to make something, you know, a sterile environment and, you know, safe for doing these types of things at home. And so I really leaned on all of that knowledge and, and then launched, uh, I had a prototype, a working prototype, and my wife and I used the prototype, and on our second try, she actually got pregnant with our first child. Oh, congrats. That's that's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, it was like a really surreal experience of, like, you know, I've, I've created something that actually worked, and then also that, like, it was like that holy shit moment, like, oh my god, my wife's pregnant, and did I, like, the thing that we created, it actually worked. So it was this really surreal moment, and that was when everything sort of started happening. I, um, you know, I started thinking, well, if this worked for us, you know, I can make, I can make a real product out of this, and, and give this technology an experience that we had to so many other people so that was what I did and launched the product and you know it was it was received so well by the adult industry I had no idea that there really at that time was no super high quality ejaculating dildos and again part of my technology is that all of the components that come in contact with be it sperm or lube or whatever liquid you choose to put in there, they're all removable and replaceable. So you're not really worrying about having to clean out those little tiny nooks and crannies that may come in contact with, uh, you know, uh, bodily functions and uh, bodily fluids and all of that. So it really makes the toy unique in that way. And and I actually have a a utility patent on the technology, which for me was a super cool moment as well as (laughs) as being an entrepreneur and and just going through this whole process. So yeah, it's, it's, it's been quite a journey. Now, wouldn't you consider the patent your first child? I'm just saying, you know, because that's a big deal going through the patent process. It is. It's a very, very long, drawn-out, and expensive process. I actually, we had our first child before I even got the patent, so <laughs> go figure. Uh, so it's kind of like my second child, but so then that means I have three babies because my wife and I conceived our second child with the second version of the product, which, as you saw on our website, is now called Pop Dildo. 
Wow. So, so yep. you, you, your, your life is actually uh, a marketing component of your product. That's wonderful. Cause you really, you're, you're totally the success story. I am like a, a, a living, breathing, uh, walking testimonial for my product. Yes. <laughs> you know, as you were telling, uh, the story about, uh, you know, waiting in the, uh, w- waiting room, basically for the doctor to inseminate your, um, your partner and then having to yep. go with a turkey baster. I mean, it feels like those are the stories you should hear from the seventies. You know, you know yeah. that <laughs> it should have gotten a little more cozy and nice, but, um, I'm glad now there's an alternative way to do that. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just, I mean, it really, when, when I was thinking about it, you know, heterosexual couples, they are able, you know, they, that's how they create and procreate and that's how they have sex. And it's just, it's such a, a normal thing. And I was just, you know, why couldn't same sex couples have that same exact opportunity, feeling, et cetera. And so it's really nice, you know, it was such a, a different experience being able to really connect with my wife in a way that we were, I mean, we were conceiving our child, you know, together in such an intimate and private way. And I really think that that also lends itself to to success for couples, being able to sort of eliminate the stress of, you know, the doctor's office, the bright lights, the, you know, all of that and feeling that sort of pressure. This really takes away that. You get to do it on, on your time, you know, on your terms. You can kind of, you know, if you want to rent a hotel room and make a whole thing out of it, you know, like you have the freedoms and to do that with the product, which is something that I love so much about it. And it was, it just, it really changed the whole uh, overall experience for, for my wife and I. But I see um, you have stories on your website for not just same-sex couples, right? Yes, yes, definitely. And th- that's sort of how it's interesting how the product has evolved over you know over these five years when i launched the product i mean i literally you know of course i knew about sex toys i've been to sex toy shops plenty of times but you know i never really was going in looking for an ejaculating dildo myself (laughs) so i never really knew that there was going to be so many other people and communities that were searching for a high quality ejaculating dildo Actually, I learned in this journey that the term ejaculating dildo is one of the most highly searched terms on Google. I didn't know that. So, I, I didn't either. It's a little fun fact. So apparently a lot of people are either interested in it or um, you know, are looking for something like it. So, yeah, I started, you know, again, as I brought it out to the adult industry, started seeing and, you know, getting feedback from all of these other communities saying, wow, I've been looking for something like this for so long. Like, for example, the pegging community. And then I had men with erectile dysfunction, um, men with physical disabilities. It was just, it started opening up into uh, so many different uh, areas of people looking for something like this. So it's been really amazing to see how the product has evolved over the years. You know, one day I just need a list of the top things searched on by Google because every time I hear something like this, I'm like, what, really? Wow. I know, right? Who would have thought? So, yeah, there's there's a lot of people looking for ejaculating dildos. Hmm. 
interesting on that aspect because it's like I could see the pegging, but as I was reading a couple of the stories that people love just the sensation of doing the pegging and also going through the ejaculation. And I was like, yeah. oh, I just never thought about that because I, I pegging is very common, but I never thought the the actual act of ejaculation would just made it even hotter or enjoyable. So that Exactly. And then there's this whole other aspect from the transgender community or people that you are using this for gender role play or gender affirmation. I mean, all of those things, you know, I never thought I never thought about that, you know, I never thought of of using the toy in that way. And then I was like, oh, you know, as people were sharing their experiences and stories with me, it's just like one light bulb after the next going on. I'm like, wow, I didn't even think of that. And I love when, you know, people share their stories with me because it's just it, it everyone has their own sort of fantasy or their own unique way of using the toy uh, and so i love when people are are open enough to share that with me it's it's a really great way for me to just continue to learn and you know expand and and try to grow the product as much as possible yeah because it's kind of interesting that you didn't like put like a contest out of tell us your best unique way to use the you know seminet or the pop dildo because it's just it seems like they're doing their own creativity and sharing their stories with you yeah, yeah, I should do that. I should do a contest. That's just a good idea. <laughs> I actually do. I know one, uh, someone, uh, she's a, a uh, an acquaintance. She uses glitter lube in, in the pop and does all different kinds of shoots and videos and scenes with it. So, like, again, just something super creative like that. I, I love that. I, I, it's, it's just it's wonderful to hear everyone's different uh, unique way of using the toy. I've honestly never heard of glitter lube, but I'm just trying to picture yeah. it now. I, I'm just thinking <laughs> rainbows and unicorns right now. That's the first thing I knew. Yes. So one of my friends who is huge into rainbows, that's the first thing. I'm like, I think that's that person. <laughs> I think we found her birthday gift. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And, you know, and again, like, and that's the other thing. You, there's, you can get creative not only in the ways that you use it, but with the liquids that you choose to put inside of it. I mean, you know, obviously keeping in mind, uh, you know, you don't want to put anything unsafe inside of your body, but if you're doing, you know, just, you know, topical play per se and just, you know, squirting on someone's back or chest or whatever, you know, you can really use your creativity and, and get, you know, get wild and crazy with the type of liquids that you're putting in there. So it's just, it's a really fun and completely different way to think about the product versus, you know, this really functional use, you know, for the home insemination consumer. So I love that there's two completely different uh, utilizations for the product. Well, I, I know in looking at websites like FetLife, um, yep. cream pies have become much, much more popular in the last couple of years. But of course, mm -hmm. everyone's concerned. Obviously, uh, safe sex is a huge component of being healthy, and yeah. uh, this this actually kind of provides a way to kind of get around it um, yeah. in one sense. But yeah. when I first heard about this, uh, I first thought of it from a bottom. And I'm versatile, but okay. I thought of it from a bottom point of view. But as you were talking, um, I'd like... 
you, you said it also kind of gave you a feeling being the top of it and being able to basically ejaculate. Correct? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like if, if someone, you know, has, uh, you know, if someone wants to has like a blowjob fetish or, uh, you know, something like that, and then they want to have that really super realistic finish and, you know, it just, it, it gives, it, it gives that little extra added that you wouldn't get from just a regular standard dildo. I know it gives a bigger money shot there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's all about the money shot, right? <laughs> so this, and you know, and now you can do that any any which way you want. We actually just partnered with Flickwid to create a. It's called Pop Lube. So it's Ooh. a custom. Uh, it's a custom made lube for Pop. It can be used with plenty of other toys, but the idea is that it has a very similar look and feel of of semen so if people want that realistic you know look and feel now they can have that with with the pop lube as well and i'm I'm sure this came out of um your medical you know your medical background but i noticed all the parts are made in either the u.s or germany so correct obviously safety is a you know a big concern for you that it's if you use it with different products uh, obviously it's going to be safe Yes, and I've always, you know, people have, people from the beginning when I was, you know, trying to, looking for investors, they're like, Steph, your costs are going to be so high, keeping everything in the United States and this, that, and the other. I just, for me, especially at that time, just bringing the product out, safety has always been at the forefront, uh, you know, for me as a business and as a brand, and I was never willing to compromise on that. Um, you know, so having medical grade silicone or, you know, the highest quality silicone possible, um, you know, those types of things. And again, the removable and replaceable technology, um, you know, those were all so important to me. And I really think that that's what separates my product from other ejaculating dildos that are on the market. So yeah. the actual, sorry, um, no, just about the parts, the actual tube inside, the part that the liquid in, that's the actual replaceable part. So if it does perhaps not get cleaned out as quickly or yep. that does wear down, you're not buying a whole new unit because obviously high quality uh, sex toys are not exactly cheap, but they're worth it, totally worth it. But when they do Correct. wear out in these parts, the main part is, is still usable. You're just replacing par- the parts of the inside, Correct. Exactly. So what we do is when you buy the toy, you get the toy itself, and then you get three tubes, three tips, three of the lure locks that the bulb connects to, and then the one bulb. But the one bulb that you get, that's very easy to clean and sanitize. So the idea was that any of the parts that were either difficult to clean or, you know, uh, were, you know, Basically, the, the, the parts that I felt were necessary to not reuse, that's what you get more of. You get uh, three, of, three of those. And then we also offer refill kits, which are sold separately, but you, you know, you don't have to you know, buy the whole unit over and over again. You can get more tubes, more tips, another bulb, and we have a larger bulb option. So the bulb that comes with the toy, it is a little bit smaller. Um, but it also does pack a punch. You'd be surprised when you see it. You'd be like, oh, that can't do much. But it actually does. 
But we also, for those that are using this for more fetish or kinky purposes, we have a very large bulb, so it holds a much larger amount of fluid, and that is also another add-on for, uh, you know, for customers that w are looking for that in particular, and that really will give you uh, quite, quite the squirt. <laughs> So you have a choice, the money shot or yes. the bukkake shot. So. Exactly. We like options, right? Everybody likes options. Absolutely. So, yes, we have all those. Yeah, let's talk about crazy journey there. Um, how has the uh, sex toy industry, you know, accepted you and how the perception has changed because i know like a couple years ago like many many years ago it seems like that sex toys were only used for porn and now it's like kind of like a sexual wellness aid definitely there's i i think uh, i think timing was everything and when i came along into the industry it was just sort of starting the the shift into addressing sexual health and wellness issues um, so it just happened to be the perfect timing for something like this to exist. So yeah, I mean, I think now it's, I think it's becoming more prevalent than anything else. You know, I think sex toys being seen, you know, as only being used in, in porn or, uh, you know, in explicit ways is, that's almost on the back burner now. And people are coming out with toys that are addressing sexual health issues more than anything. I mean, that's that's the direction that the uh, the novelty industry has gone, and it's been great to see. I mean, there's apps now. I mean, there's, like, you know, like you can take your vagina to the gym, basically, you know, like with all these, with the Kegel exercisers and all these different things now. So it's, it's definitely been um, a shift that I've seen, and it only looks like it's just going to continue heading in that direction for sure. Wow, I mean, even, like, with the guys, I've seen the pelvic gym for men to, like, lift weights there. So I'm just wondering if they think they have to do the same thing with the semenette and pop if they have to lift weights. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I've never actually seen that. That's interesting. I've well, never heard of that. We've been exploring, uh, obviously, a lot of the, the medical-grade sex toys. And one of the things I will say, they, they're great, different products. Um, but there always seem to be, you know, white, black, or one color. I'm looking and going, my God, you have toffee, you have cocoa, you have slate, you have... I, I just love the term, blackberry. <laughs> yes. It just brings well, the idea you. of flavor to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's that's one of the really challenging things, uh, is, is trying to figure out, you know, what what colors are going to work because everyone has you know different preferences and being able to find you know sort of the right blend of of what will work and you know so for for me having two of the more flesh tone realistic colors and then having two that were you know more non-realistic kind of one was more fetishy that was the idea behind the slate and then the blackberry was you know, kind of geared towards the more feminine audience, but I mean, I have plenty of male customers that love the the Blackberry as well. So it's I, I guess it's not really fair to say it in that way, but you know, having the bright sort of vibrant color. So 
those are the colors that I liked <laughs> uh, that I thought uh, would be received in a you know and be the most versatile. Um, but it is really challenging. I mean, you know, I get I get emails. Are you going to come out? I want one in camo. I want one you know that's shaped like a unicorn. I mean, it's like so hard. <laughs> it's nearly impossible to please everyone. But I am glad to hear that you're a fan of the colors. <laughs> Yes, definitely. I could see the、uh, rainbow. That would do very well here during Gay Days and Gay Days Weekend in Orlando. I、yeah. could see that. Yeah, just I'm putting my hat out there for the the rainbow color pop dildo. Just saying. I'm, I'm not. All right,、sh- I like it. I actually, it's funny you said Gay Days. I I used to uh, uh, very early on. I used to when I had when it was the Steaminet. I think the first year or two I had the product. I went to Gay Days. I didn't even. I didn't even make that connection when you said that you were in、uh, in the Florida area. <laughs> yep, we know we've seen it grow over the last twenty five years, and it's been a wild ride to say the least, in a very good way. Yeah. Well, I remember when、I'm、it was glad like. Glad to hear that. I'm glad that they're still going strong. Well, it started off with you know just a few thousand people. I remember that was. It was okay. Twenty five years ago, so I was still in college. But what、yeah. was what was the last one? What? How many people came down? Oh God! It was a hundred thousand. I believe the quote、wow. was a hundred and eighty five thousand people. It was a citywide、wow. takeover, and it's it when it first started. It was only the first Saturday of June, wearing red shirts at the Magic Kingdom. That's how、yeah. they they embraced gay days, and then slowly but surely they kept adding days and days, and now it's literally a nine day week that they're、wow. celebrating it, and it's citywide takeover.、Um, it, it's always kind of interesting to see the、uh, Christian families make sure that they don't plan their vacation during the first week、yeah. of June. <laughs> wow,、oh, you gotta love that.、Oh. You love when the families. We have locally, we have、uh, Provincetown, which is basically our like our LGBT mecca here in Massachusetts. And it's always so funny when you see like if it's a you know if it's Bear Week or something like that, and you see all these families and they're like, God, how did we end up here? You know, like they didn't do their research or something, and they're like, What are we doing here? They feel so out of place. So that's really funny that you said that. <laughs> Well, occasionally it does happen, but、um, so I guess you you said you launched about five years ago. Yes, was the original、yep. product, and I see in the、yep. last three years you've been racking in awards. Um, I mean, I I, I don't want to、a、say、little. racking in awards. I did. I um, I have won a couple. Yes, most recently I won the、um, AVN award for、uh, best small manufacturer, which was. Gosh, I, I still lose my words when I start thinking about it. It was such a surreal moment for me,、um, you know, just to be recognized、uh, on that scale, and、um, you know, it was such a great experience. My wife got to be there with me, and、um, I've got that beautiful little trophy,、uh, you know, hanging on or sitting on my mantle. So it's a, a nice reminder. Although I do. My kids don't know what it is yet, so eventually I'm going to have to explain it to them. But、uh, I'm also going to have to explain to them what I do for a living too. So that conversation will come up eventually. But、um, yeah, that was it was such a, an amazing experience. So yeah, I've been really fortunate just to be、uh, received so well, and and、uh, you know just 
to be recognized. Just to get nominations, honestly, it was it's always such an honor. Uh, there's so many toys that are deserving, and uh, just to be, again, given a nomination and recognized is, is, is really incredible for me. I never expect to win, so um, it, was, it was such a huge surprise when, um, when my name was flashing up there on the screen at the AVN Awards. <laughs> Did your wife had to, like, poke you? It's like, look, look, it's for real. It is. It's like your name is Yeah, up. like, there's actually, our friends are with us, and, and one of them was shooting a video, and you hear me in the background being like, holy shit, no way, like, that's not real, come on, you know, like, it was, I, I didn't believe it, and, you know, and then my wife's like, this is happening, it's happening, so it was, yeah, it was, it was a great, great experience, and it was so nice that she could be there, she's, um, my wife is, she never, when we got married, I was not in this industry, I was only working for the family business, and, um, you know, her Irish Catholic family, this was, not, I don't think, what they envisioned their daughter-in-law doing, um, but it's, it, you know, they've all really embraced, um, you know, what I do and the journey and the fact that, you know, they have two grandchildren now because of, of the product. So it's it's been amazing to see them shift as well and, like, the acceptance around sexuality and sex toys and all of that. I mean, it's it, it's it's really funny, you know, talking to my in-laws about dildos. <laughs> Especially Irish Catholic. I'm like thinking first red flag. It's like, wait, they're a same-sex couple. Now they're in the adult yeah. industry. Wow, that's awesome that they're yeah. very supportive. I, I'm sorry. It's just like we're both Catholic, so we know what the obstacles are, let alone Irish Catholic. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a big family. But I, I even like at our wedding, I mean, everyone was just – her family's been – super, super supportive of us and everything that that I've been doing. My wife has nothing to do with this industry. This is like way outside of her her wheelhouse and what she's comfortable with. But again, you know, she's embraced what I've done and been so supportive. I'm very, very fortunate in that way. But it's still always interesting family gatherings when people are like, so how's the business? And, you know, it's talking about like lube and dildos. It, it always makes for an interesting time. You, you know, um, I spent Christmas at uh, basically a friend's house, friend of the family. And of course, it was one of those big ones where they invite the entire family. And yep. there was this whole conversation going around around someone's work. Uh, and I'm sitting there going, oh, okay. And I kind of kind of waiting, waiting. And eventually got the pulled aside of, she's a stripper. I'm like, oh, I'm cool with that. It was, it was amazing how the yeah. whole conversation went over Christmas, but no one actually said any of the keywords it was like this very 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 stylish classy down low nobody knew a thing and everything just went smoothly i'm like oh just now i gotta watch my words i don't want to break their streak (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's awesome yeah it's um yeah it's it's just even when anyone asks you know like what what do you know if i'm in in a uber or a cab or something it's always uh, always an interesting conversation to have with people and to see their reaction. So what is your 30-second elevator speech? I'm just curious now. Oh, my 30-second elevator speech. Well, it kind of depends. Like, it depends if I'm, like, pitching the product or I'm just sort of, like, sharing. I don't know. Which, which elevator pitch do you want? 
Oh, it's say like the Uber driver, or the cab, like you know, it's like. Um, I usually, to be honest, I try to. I, I mean, I, I do always think about my safety first. True. Um, so you always have to gauge your audience and who you're with. I have had a couple really interesting Uber drivers, like. One of my Uber drivers, I think I was in Chicago, and started. he started asking me if, like, how I interpreted art, and he was talking about, like, very uncomfortable things, and then he started Ooh. singing to me, and I was like, okay, so this one I'm probably not going to say that I work, you know, that I make dildos or I'm in the sex toy business. So you know, I, I I try to I try to feel out my audience a little bit first. But for those that I feel comfortable sharing with, uh, gosh, the elevator pitch. I mean, basically, it's uh, I show people my business card. So I, I don't know if if you guys I don't know if you saw my business card, but it's in the shape of a sperm. Uh, so my oh, my awesome. nickname for as even when I was in high school. So my mom had been doing. Uh, family business, the women's reproductive health thing, and all growing up in high school, all of my friends thought that my family owned a sperm bank. Oh my god! I don't know how they made that connection. (laughs) (laughs) They were they always called they always called me Sperm and Berman, and that nickname I hated it at the time. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm I'm making sex toys that. (laughs) So, so have you been to I a high school reunion? Embracing the nickname Sperm and Vermin. Didn't hear you. I, I said, so have you been to a high school reunion lately? <laughs> yeah, I actually have not. No, no, I haven't gone down that road yet. I missed my last one. But um, so, yeah, I mean, that's so I figured if my nickname is Sperm and Vermin, I might as well just go all in and make a sperm shaped business card. So that's um, so that's. That's the first thing that I usually hand to people, and so that kind of goes with the elevator pitch. Is like, I Berman Berman. I invented an ejaculating dildo that helps my wife and I <laughs> conceive our babies. Wow! Talk about self fulfilling prophecy there. Yeah, ex- <laughs> exactly, exactly. So. I got to tell you, the sperm business card has been one of the best investments I've ever I've ever made. People love the sperm business card. So, uh, oftentimes in my, uh, I, I used to do the uh, the travels of the of the sperm business card. I would put it like in my drinks and bring, you know, all kinds of places. It was like adventures of the sperm business card. Oh my god, that that should be like a whole YouTube Instagram story videos. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So yeah, it's it's fun, and um, so yeah, I would say that's uh, that's the pretty basic elevator pitch, and then people kind of take it from there. They're like, "Wait, what? You make you made an ejaculating dildo, and it makes babies?" And there's always lots of follow up questions that like, "How did you get the sperm? Where did you get the sperm from? How does that all work?" It's the 21st century, people. We have manufacturers, we have lubes, we have various different options now. Yep, yep. People are always, I am actually fascinated by how many people email and ask if sperm is included with the toy. (laughs) I'm often, I'm like, I sit there and I read it, I'm like, hmm, I'm like, that's, I mean, I can get it. I, I, I understand how people, you know, 
may think that, but at the same time, I'm like, well, wouldn't you want to know where your sperm was coming from? Like, you wouldn't want to just order random sperm on the internet from someone making a sex toy. So it's always an interesting. <laughs> I, I have a, you know, I have a. I always have to find the right words of how to respond to emails like that. But to preface, no, sperm does not come with the toy. Oh God, it would be so hard to keep a straight face and give a straight answer sometimes because right? because I I do sometimes love it is. messing with people. My daughter will attest to that. But just to go ahead and be like, oh yes, and every sperm comes with uh, every every dildo comes with MMA fighter sperm, <laughs> just yeah, to right, see what exactly. they be, can I get two? No. <laughs> yeah, your child will look like Brad Pitt when you buy our toy. Oh my god, I can't even breathe because I'm like thinking, do you not realize how sticky and gross it well, would be? Don't you, it dries up? I mean, unless you're like doing like a vacuum seal dry. I mean, a- yeah. any male or, or a woman who's had a facial will attest, th- there's definitely a short uh, shelf life on sperm. <laughs> Freshness. Unless, uh, unless it's frozen. Unless something's done to it. It's not like you can go ahead and stick it in an envelope and put it on the shelf for a year and say, here we go. That is very, very, very true. Very true. Actually, though, as a, 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 just a fun fact for some of your listeners, fresh sperm, which is what my wife and I use, not that you would be able to, you know, or want to have it sent to you in the way that people are asking me, but fresh sperm is actually stable for up to 12 hours at room temperature so there is really? you, have a, you know you have a little bit of time so for people like you know my wife and i who were using a fresh sample we would go basically we would call our donor and we would say like hey we're you know we're on our way we're 10 minutes away and he'd be like okay i'll you know i'll, I'll come downstairs you know when you guys get here and it would give him enough time to do you know to do his thing and We'd get there, and he'd have the little sterile cup ready for us, and um, it was kind of like sperm drug deals almost. That's always how I <laughs> joked about it. I was like, "Up, oh, going to make another drop-off or pick-up here, you know? Like, we always, <laughs> we always had fun with it. But, um, so yeah, we would, we would go pick it up, and then we'd, again, keep it at room temperature, bring it home, and, and then be able to, you know, kind of do our thing with it. So it was nice that we didn't have to, like, you know, rush 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 of course you want to use it as soon as possible but at the same time you do have a little bit of leeway in the amount of time that you have to use it that's good to know i had no idea 12 hours was it was a lifespan yes and in and once inside the vaginal cavity fresh sperm can live for three to five days so that's also why a lot of whoop happen for for hetero couples is they don't realize that the sperm those swimmers can live for a couple of days in there so uh and the strong ones the strong ones survive so they uh that's oftentimes how things happen interesting yes Mm -hmm. so how do you fun facts about sperm (laughs) i know we always have to educate everyone about everything here (laughs) yes so, where do you see the future of sexual health and wellness with the sex toys? Oh, boy. Um, you know, it's hard to say. I mean, I think that, I mean, people are, a lot of the stuff that's, and the products that have been out there, I mean, you're you're seeing advancements being made every day. I mean, you know, like my products, uh, you know, it basically took, 
the existing ejaculating dildo into like the revamped 2.0 version, which was high-grade silicone and accounting for all of the, um, you know, the safety that's that's needed with something like that. And I think you're just going to continue to to see more of that. And I think people addressing more things. Um, my manufacturer, actually, Fun Factory, they just launched a menstrual cup. Um, so you're seeing sex toy companies that are getting into, you know, things that aren't even necessarily going to give you pleasure or have a sexual function, but just addressing a sexual health and wellness um, area. So, you know, something as simple as a menstrual cup. So I think that's kind of how things are shifting. I mean, obviously, technology is getting super advanced and virtual reality is becoming huge. That's sort of the next wave that we're seeing in, uh, you know, in the in the movie world um, and the porn world. So I think it's just only going to continue to to see more advanced products. And I love that um, women in sex tech is there's so many products now that are being developed by women and you see women engineers and it's uh, I love what I'm seeing in terms of that it's so incredible and feeling the camaraderie amongst women in what used to be a very male dominated industry um, it's it's really not anymore I think we're seeing a shift in that as well and Again, you know, the timing has just, it's been incredible. Uh, I came along at a really great time for my product and for women in this industry. So that's kind of how I see things going and just continuing to advance and make progress in, in all of those areas. Yeah, definitely. I, I totally agree with you on that because it, it is getting to be more of a woman-driven industry, especially with pleasure toys and the quality of it. Because I don't know if yep. back in the day that they didn't, didn't care about the materials used to make sex toys, but now I've seen a much higher medical grade, a lot more concern about safeties, and really changing the industry to make sure it is about wellness and health and that there is pleasure included, but you definitely have to think about your body and safety. Absolutely, and I think one of you touched upon that earlier in saying that, you know, the the prices are, you're going to, you know, you might pay a higher price tag, but it's kind of like you you pay for what you get, you know, I mean, surely there's going to still be people that don't want to make the investment and, you know, they're just going to buy the baseline vibrator or dildo or whatever that means. And that's okay. You know, like as long as they understand and they're getting the education from the retailers and the sex toy stores that they're shopping at that, you know, Hey, this isn't going to be your, your lifelong toy. And, you know, as long as they're getting that education and people know what they're buying, I think that's super important and um, you know but there's certainly that community of people that want to make investments in their sex toys and use the highest quality so um, you know I, I, I definitely agree with with what you're saying for sure yeah because I, re- I noticed that you could only find the uh, pop dildos at certain um, s- store locations retails and online and they're all sex positive shops a lot of them are women driven um i know we work with enticeme.co um that you do offer them they do offer like an affiliate and they're very companies that are driven to say this is medical grade great quality 
awesome for your sexual health and wellness and it's not just you know it's like hey we just want to sell it at every shop no you're very selective and i i give kudos to you that's awesome because you're supporting the industry thank you i mean you know the toy i mean obviously you can you know you can tell i mean i'm so passionate about about what i do and being able to educate and share my story and uh, you know other people's success stories with the product um, and, you know, the, the toy kind of requires that. It's not, you know, just like your average basic vibrator or, like I said, dildo. You know, you, you kind of you can't just walk into a store and, and see it and know exactly what it's going to do, you know. So it does require that, and that's why I think I've sort of kept uh, – I am more particular about retailers that carry the, the, the product because it really does require that. And one of the things that I – take a lot of pride in is that I I um, interact with all of my customers on a personal basis so when people reach out and email me they're getting a response directly from me it's not you know a, a blanket customer service type email I'm giving you know that extra level of hand-holding and education um, and and I love to do it you know it's it's one of the parts of my job that I love so much and that's it allows me to build uh, trust and a rapport with my customers, and then they feel comfortable coming back and sharing their stories with me. You know, being able, just last week I had two people email me pictures of their positive pregnancy tests. It was two different people in the same week, and it was just having people be willing to share those moments with me. It's just, it's it's very humbling, and, and it's just, it's really incredible. It's, it's like kind of, you know, it gives me the warm fuzzies just thinking about that. People allow me to, uh, you know, they kind of allow me into their lives in, in such an intimate way, you know, not in the physical sense, but, you know, using the technology and then sharing their story with me. So it's, it's really wonderful. Oh, yeah, you could tell by just reading your testimonials on the website at popdildo.com, like the passion and the compassion people feel with you and the product there. Like one person was writing about that you they had issues with UPS and you handle it, even though it wasn't, you know, your fault or the company's fault, you still took that extra effort and you took care of them. I do try to go, I really do try to go the extra mile for my, my customers. I really think that it, it just, it goes a long, long way. I know when I'm buying things online, you know, those are the things that I remember. Of course, I remember the quality of the product and, you know, what I'm buying. That's obviously going to be important. But just taking it that little extra step and, and giving that that level of hand-holding and customer service, that's what people remember. And, you know, it's it's nice when people remember those things and and share them so so yeah i really i really do try to 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 go the distance for people yeah and also with your youtube videos very easy educational great to follow so people can have a better idea what the product looks like and how to use it and you really yeah thank you and and that's another thing that i'm I'm working on adding more uh instructional videos i've um, had a couple requests so that's stuff that that'll hopefully you will see in the near future and um but yeah and and i'm also i'm i'm one of those that i take people's feedback you know i don't take anything as negative i take it as me being able to learn and hear what other people are looking for whether their experience you know 
if it was a certain, they had a certain experience, that's something that I can learn from. So I always welcome people to, to reach out, send me emails, questions, comments, feedback, anything like that. I'm always very open and receptive to, uh, to, to people's feedback. Have you had any like backlash or negative press? I haven't really had any negative press, thankfully. Um, in terms of feedback, I mean, when I first started, so the Cmanette, the the flagship product, it was only offered in flesh tone colors, and the toy itself did look fairly realistic. So I did catch some flack from the lesbian community saying, you know, like I'm a, uh, you know, like I'm a fraud. How could I put something out that looked so realistic and you know, like, they were basically penis-shaming and penis-hating, and that's not me, you know? Like, I, that's that's not how I am, and I, I don't shame anyone or anything. So I did catch a little bit of flack for that in the beginning, um, but, you know, overall, I really, everyone has really mostly given me positive feedback and, uh, you know, just given me kudos for putting my story out there and, uh, you know, creating something like this. So generally speaking, no, not too much negative feedback or press, thankfully. Oh, thankfully there. It's like, you, yeah. you, I always worry because it's like, you know, people are, get so caught up in the political correctness that I'm just like, come on, can't, can't we just all learn and grow and share? And that's so good mm-hmm. to hear. I mean, you know, it's your first product. Of course, it's going to look like any other normal, you know, penis at the moment, but it, it's just, yep. yeah. But I, I love how I you've did. grown and changed. Yeah. Thank you. And as I'm thinking about it, of course, you know, there were some religious groups that are like, you're creating children of sin and all of that. And you know, but I, I learned to sort of ignore those and those comments. And, uh, you know, again, I'm, I'm so focused on just educating about this option being available. And I'm so passionate about it that all of that is kind of background noise at this point. So, um, but it was a learning curve. Uh, I had to definitely develop a little bit of thicker skin when it came to things like that in the beginning. But Again, thankfully, at this point, uh, I'm 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 in a pretty good place. I hope. Oh no, definitely. Just the way we see how your videos are coming along, the testimonials, and how creative people are with using it. I mean, how can you not be growing and going in the right direction there? I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> well, thank you for being on the show, there, Stephanie. How can people find you and reach you there? People can find me on social media, so Instagram is Pop Dildo, Twitter is at the Seamanet, Facebook is at the Seamanet, and the website is popdildo.com. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on the show. We'd like to thank our sponsor, The Witch at Orlando, and you can find me everywhere on social media at Living a Sex Positive Life. And you can find me as John C. Luna on, let's see, Twitter, Facebook, and FetLife. Friend me, send me a request, say hi, let us know how we're doing, and ask any questions you might have. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, subscribe, share, because that's how we could get more audience, and so that way more people could learn about products such as the Seamanet and Pop Dildo. Thanks, guys. Have a good night.